Welcome back, everybody. This is Outside the Box Demos. Uh, these are some of my favorite videos to do because we get to see kind of inside what we do inside of the performance medicine offices, the different techniques. And uh, I'm, of course, with Ernie Dixon, the physical therapist here at Performance Medicine. He runs Elite Performance. What's going on, man? I'm doing good. I'm glad to be now, here. Did I say it right? Elite Performance? Elite physical performance. Elite physical yeah. performance. I, I'm so proud of that, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank like you. all the work you're doing, I'm just super, super proud of I, proud of you because I, I talk to your patients every single day and they adore you. Oh, gosh. I feel so lucky to be here. and It's a privilege. And, um, you know, I just, uh, you know, having the opportunity to work with Dr. Rogers is just awesome. Well, and, we're, and, we're so excited to have you here, man. He's in the upstairs of the Kingsport office running his thing. And we're going to talk a little bit about the vagus nerves. And for the, for the guys out there who've watched the Common Sense MD episode, Dr. Rogers talked about the vagus nerve. Can you just kind of talk to us a little bit about what that is, kind of the 101 version? Okay, the vagus nerve is actually the 10th cranial nerve. And uh, we have, uh, and the vagus nerve pretty much makes up. 80% of our parasympathetic nervous response. Okay. And it's called the wandering nerve. It's really the longest nerve that emanates from the brain. It extends all the way down into the abdominal area. But it has a big uh, uh, function as far as it affects the uh, respiratory function. It also uh, affects the cardiovascular function and the GI tract function. And, and so it's a big... Uh, you know, has a lot of influence that, you know, that vagal response. Mm. Um, now, so in this Common Sense MD episode, Dr. Rogers mentioned a, a, a device that you use, a procedure right. that you're doing. Uh, is it the correct thing to say, procedure? Yes, it's actually microcurrent. It, it's a form of e-stem. Okay. And it's, it's a low-frequency DC current that we use. And I use it to stimulate points, um, in the ear is called auricular therapy. Okay. And we're stimulating those points to uh, kind of reset the vagal tone a little bit. So it's... And you go through the ear. Right. You, you know, like we go through the, you know, you know, it's called the auricular branch of the uh, vagus nerve. And we go through the ear, there's about seven points we do. They're actually acupuncture points. And we stem that with, with the DC current. And then that helps increase that vagal tone, that parasympathetic response. So, so walk me through vagal tone because that, that is, you know, it goes right along with right. the vagus nerve. And I, I, haven't, I haven't talked about the vagus yeah. nerve without talking about the vagal tone. So right. how, do, how are they related? It probably helps to go back and talk about the autonomic nervous system. Okay. You know, you know, we have the central nervous system, which is composed of your brain and spinal cord and the peripheral nerves. The things we always think about is like a nerve response. We also have the autonomic nervous system, and it's composed of the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. Okay. And the sympathetic nervous system is kind of the flight or fight response that we get. Like if you, uh, you know, if you see a bear or something, then, you, you, you know, you know, you have that flight or fight response. Your blood pressure goes up. Your heart rate goes up. You know, your muscles tense up. You take off running. And that's good. That helps you when you have an emergency response. Ernie, that sounds a lot like when I know my mom's mad at me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I get that. I get the, the hair on the top of my neck. It's like a, it's that fight or flight that's, response. That's when you know you're in trouble. <laughs> so, so a lot of times when we have that response or else when we're sick too, like when, you know, if you have a disease or an illness, uh, you know, then our sympathetic nervous system stays ramped up and 
or if you're in a stressful job, you know, you, you know, you know, I think in our society today, most of us have, you know, you know, you know, the uh, pace of life yep. is really fast. So we tend to have a kind of a, uh, an upregulated sympathetic nervous system anyhow. Okay. But you see it, especially in people that have, you know, any kind of disease, cancer, diabetes, COVID-19, the whole thing, it all kind of, you know, those people all have an upregulated sympathetic nervous system. Okay. And if you think of the parasympathetic nervous system, it's almost the polar opposite. What it does is it sort of calms things down. It decreases your heart rate, decreases your blood pressure. Um, you know, it helps with that immune response yeah. in there. It's kind of, you know, it's part of the system that helps repair and rest our system where the, whereas the sympathetic kind of revs everything up and it kind of almost, in, you know, it tends to, um, you know, you know, it tends to inhibit our immune system a little bit. So what we're wanting to do is activate that parasympathetic uh, nervous system. Right, right. right and right. by doing that, it calms the sympathetic nervous system down. Is right, that the exactly. Right way of saying it? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And, you know, you know, like if you use COVID-19, say a long hauler syndrome, after they recovered, a lot of times they will still have a lot of symptoms. They'll complain of shortness of breath, fatigue, sometimes brain fog. They may have some GI complaints. And what you see sometimes is their sympathetic nervous system is still up, you know, was still revved up. And that actually sort of keeps their, you know, it keeps their immune response down and sort of keeps the, I mean, it, it almost inhibits their healing. So what you like to do is just to get that vagal tone back up to normal. So you stimulate the parasympathetic system. and So, so you increase the vagal tone and what that does is activates the parasympathetic nervous right. system. Because the vagus nerve makes up about 80% of our, para, of our parasympathetic tone that we have. So, so it, you know, it sort of gets inhibited a little bit. The sympathetic overrides it right. and, and it's, you know, it's kind of an upregulation. So you're trying to even it back out by stimulating the vagus nerve through that auricular branch through the ear is what you're doing. So what do we, what do you mean by tone? Is that like a, um, uh, when I think of tone, I think of like a vibration, um, is that is it is like a, a vibration of the uh, vagus nerve? Is that no? It's kind of different. It's not really like muscle tone so much. I use that word tone. I guess it's sort of like you're just trying to even out more the response is what it is because the sympathetic Got it. Uh, is kind of an up regulation. So it's it's sort of hyper uh, stimulated. You're trying to stimulate the parasympathetic. So you're just trying. You know they use that term vagal tone. But it's not like a like in the muscle because it's a, actually a nerve. It's a well, that, that, you know, because we're talking a, a <clears throat> lot about stimulation, right? And so I'm thinking about is does tone mean uh, is that the mechanism? Is it uh -huh. like a like a a, a sound or, or something like that? Right. But it sounds like it's not at all. It's just no, activating it. You know, in most cases, you should have a balance between the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. Okay. And in the parasympathetic system, sort of calms things down and. And the vagus nerve makes up most of that. But what happens, like I said, with, with stress or, or any kind of disease, it sort of gets suppressed. So it's sort of like you think of it, it's sort of revved down. It's almost the tone of it's down a little bit. So you're just trying to bring it back up a little bit. And you use the microcurrent because it's a low-frequency DC current. And our body, our cells communicate with each other similar to like a DC current. So what you're using is you're using that, that low-frequency DC current through the you know, like through the ESTEM device to sort of stimulate the, those points. Is it is it like fair to say by by activating the, the vagal tone or by working with your vagal tone, you're trying to e increase 
your body's recognition of it because when I think uh-huh. I think tone, I think sounds. I'm like, yeah. okay, we're trying to increase the volume yeah. of the vagal tone uh-huh. so that, and by doing that, it's activating the parasympathetic nervous system. Right. Is that fair to say, or, or is that like, is that not? Yeah, exactly? something. You, uh, you know, it's kind of a hard thing to kind of, uh, you know, you know, like kind of explain. It's kind of more of an electrical type thing because our nerves, you know, like our cranial nerve, you know, you know, like all the nerves in our body, you know, it um, there's like an exchange. You know, like you know, it's a biochemical exchange between the cells. So, okay. so what you're doing is kind of stimulating with the ECM to sort of just to sort of ramp it back up to where it needs to be, kind of a normal. It's almost suppressed a little bit. Interesting. And and so you're trying to use the DC current to kind of sort of stimulate it, kind of pick on those points a little bit. Okay. And kind of just bring it up to neutral. You're just trying to bring it to normal levels. And, and yeah. by normal, I mean the balance between the parasympathetic right. and the sympathetic. Right. So, okay, so you mentioned the points here. Right. Um, and in, uh, for the people watching this demo, you're going you're gonna to see um, Ernie performing this. You might be watching it now, depending <laughs> on what we're doing uh, in post-production. Um, so we're putting a device in the ear. Is that right? Well, actually, I'm going to be doing the, uh, you know, the unit I'm going to have in my hand, and I'm going to be stemming the points in the ear. Okay. And, and that's called an active stem. Now, you, now, there is a part of it that you can do passively where you put a little clip. It's like electrical clip on the ear, on the tragus of the nerve. Okay. Um, or, you know, like the tragus of the ear, which is part of the, you know, you know, you know, the vagus nerve there, and you can do it passively and just step away. But I'm going to do it actively where where you know we'll have a ground electrode in the abdomen area and then okay. I'll be doing it through the ECM unit and it's called the active. So so this part of the earlobe is a part of the vagus nerve? Well no on on the inside of the nerve I mean on the inside of the ear like this is called the tragus of the of there on the inner part in there is kind of the acupuncture point for the vagus nerve. Huh. So okay. and as well as the diaphragm, there's a point there where the diaphragm is, is and as well as the right lung and left lung. So okay. I'll be stimulating those those areas. That's why someone that has the long hauler syndrome, you're actually stimulating some of those lung points, the diaphragm point and is you know, like as well as the as the vagus nerve. Are, um, are you using the same points for each patient, or is it kind of depending on what symptoms they come in with, whether like whatever they're struggling right. with? It's pretty much uh, seven points that we do. And the other thing that I do a lot of times too is we'll do those points, but you can also do parasympathetic points on the on 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 the extremities. Okay. Like you can do some on, on the wrist and hand, and on and, and on the legs and the feet because there's parasympathetic points there. So you can actually do the ear and do the those points on the extremities and that even gives you more of a parasympathetic response response does it, it kind of act because uh, i'm thinking acupuncture as well as e-stem right what is it more closer what's it closer to is it it's kind of you know the microcurrent what we're doing is kind of more like an electric acupuncture is what it is so instead of using needles we're using the microcurrent to stimulate those acupuncture points huh. and so and of course the points were were where stamina are actually the uh, it's part of the auricular branch of that vagus nerve. Is, is, is this like a is this a one time thing or is this something that you know say someone comes in with long hauler uh-huh. is this going to be a weekly thing like how are you looking at it as a physical therapist right now? On the research, they've done a lot of research in Canada on on this, and the protocol usually says you know someone that sort of is in a long hauler syndrome, you yeah. probably do twice a week for maybe four weeks. You know, which is a month's time, and, okay. and, and that kind of gives time to reset things a little bit because it takes a little bit of time. You know, 
you know, like you do one treatment on it, and you'll probably see see a change, but then it's going to kind of come back. You just need to have a little consistency with it. Is um, there is there um, out of curiosity because you know we're always trying to treat root causes uh, here. Is there a lifestyle change that goes along with this treatment in terms of like if I'm wanting to keep the parasympathetic and the sympathetic more balanced, I'm using, uh, can you say the device uh, again one more time? It's microcurrent. The, the microcurrent. Right, is it called right. just a microcurrent? Uh-huh. What's that? What's actually a dolphin unit. Okay. And that's just a brand name. It's a dolphin unit, but it's a form of microcurrent. Okay. And it's just a, you know, kind of a low frequency DC current that we use. Um, for for the for the vagus nerve, right? Super cool. Okay, so is there anything, any other like, is there lifestyle changes that you would suggest for a patient that's doing this in like conjunction with it, right? In, in order to maybe increase the vagal tone for long term, right? You know, I think all of us probably uh, uh, things like if you can do some deep breathing, some relaxation breathing, those type of things that stimulates the parasympathetic response. Okay. You know, things like yoga or Tai Chi, those type of things. You're kind of, you know, like trying to, you know, like calm yourself and that type of thing. So, okay. um, it's more, you're just trying to sort of find that happy balance between, cause most of us, we all have stressful lives and we're running back and forth trying to do schedules and stuff. But most people probably have a lot more sympathetic tone than they do parasympathetic tone just because we're we're in a fast-paced world yep. so it's like anything that you, i mean if you know you know as far as exercising would be good if you would like to walk run whatever you like to do for it for physical exercise and then if you like to meditate yoga those kind of things those all would help and with this unit what we're trying to do is increase that vagal tone because it's been suppressed right and trying to bring the the uh the parasympathetic nervous system back up right. more even with the sympathetic sure, nervous system. Sure, Is that fair to say? Sure, sure. Ernie Dixon, man. This has been a blast. Like, I really uh, appreciate you explaining this to me. Uh, sure. Guys, we're going to get to the demo right now. I'm pumped for you guys to check this out. Ernie's going to be with Katie Gegley, our operations manager. She's going to come in as a patient, and you're going to perform this. Is that cool? Is that cool? Yeah. Sounds Rock good. On. Thanks good. Thanks so much. <laughs> guys, here they are. Don't go away. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.